Well, hello there, babes. Welcome back to the Babe Cave. This is episode three of Your Place or Mine, and I'm your host, Bay Savage. What's up? How's everyone doing? We doing okay? We doing good? I'm feeling pretty great. I just spent the afternoon laying in bed, listening to sexy music, drinking bourbon, getting high, and masturbating. (laughs) It was pretty fucking wonderful. And see, I had to do all of that to prepare myself to tell you the story. So this is a spicy story, babes. Uh, You'll see as you continue to listen to the podcast, there's episodes that are more fun, lighthearted, about silly dates or bad dates, and then there's going to be episodes like this, where I share some of my most wonderful, most memorable, uh, spiciest bedroom stories. And the story we're going to talk about today is definitely a monumental one in my dating history. Like, in life, maybe. (laughs) I don't want to blow this out of proportion. It was only five months. Um, (laughs) I don't want to get ahead of myself. And this is definitely just going to be part one of the story about this man because this is only a taste of the spice. (laughs) There's a lot more spice that comes along with my partnership with this particular individual. But this guy kind of fucked with me. I want to tell you how it started because it was it was pretty fucking incredible and definitely went down as one of the most amazing first dates. So we're going to call him Aiden. And Aiden and I matched on OkCupid. Um, and I haven't met a ton of people on OkCupid. I, I find that I have usually some more interesting connections, but just overall from a volume standpoint, just less people on there that I connect with. And he was cute. Um, more interesting a profile than his photos. He was, it was a very interesting read. He seemed like a really, really smart guy. He was kind of in the process of getting out of a long-term relationship, rolling the dice on non-monogamy and looking to explore like a kink side. So reading through, it definitely sounded like we had things in common and I was just getting like a good vibe from his profile. And that says a lot because most guys just put in like their favorite three sentences and that's like on a good day. Uh, But no, it was nice. So his photos were fine. Uh, He was cute, but like nothing to write home about. Um, Medium build, medium height, brunette, blue eyed guy. (laughs) So probably like a seven in his photos. But history has shown me that like men have no idea how to take photographs of themselves or they have no idea what constitutes a good photo of themselves. So it's very common that men are more attractive than the photos that are in their dating profiles because they have no idea what they look like on the outside. So we started chatting and he kind of talked about like going out for drinks fairly soon. Uh, And I'm a big fan of that. I'd rather meet up with someone as soon as possible to really just gauge if there's chemistry in person. And that's really hard to gauge online. And there's nothing more aggravating than spending three or four weeks connecting with someone online and then you meet up and they actually have like the personality of a piece of toast. (laughs) So yeah, he wanted to meet up like a week later and I was like, yeah, that sounds great. And he had explained that he was working and in school and had a pretty heavy course load. So he wasn't much of a texter. And so it just 
it was nice to get a bit of a heads up that like, yep, we were going to meet a week later. We wouldn't chat a whole lot in between and that was fine. Again, I would rather get to know someone face to face. So I was totally okay with this. So booked the date, went about my week and honestly didn't really put a lot of thought into it. Uh, again, he was cute, but like, I don't know. He wasn't like, I wasn't wildly excited. And so the day of the date shows up, we decided to meet at this bar kind of halfway between our two neighborhoods. And I was just coming from work. So I got there a little bit early and I was kind of looking around. I couldn't see him. So I sent him a text just saying like, hey, I'm here. And because I was early, I just didn't know if I should grab a table or if he wanted to. So I look up from my phone and there's this man standing in front of me. And oh my God, <laughs> this man was not a seven. <laughs> he was beautiful. So he, he said hello to me and all I can think in my head is like, what the fuck? Like, this is who I'm on a date with right now? I'm wearing like my gym clothes. <laughs> it was so bad. I was like, oh my God, I like, I regret everything. He was so good looking, tall. Uh, oh my God, just so attractive. Really great dresser. These like really vibrant blue eyes, such a sweet smile. Just like boy next door. So good looking. Um, yeah. So yeah. Okay. Sure. I was attracted to him. Okay. And I was immediately nervous <laughs> and I'm not a nervous person. Like I'm confident as fuck. I don't really get nervous and I was immediately nervous. And so, uh, he kind of showed me to our table. He had gotten there just a bit earlier than I had. And we started talking and ordered drinks and it was great. The, the conversation was seamless. We talked about everything. He was so easy to talk to, and I just, like, I immediately felt like I could trust him. I immediately felt just so interested in everything he had to say. So we started working through drink number one, drink number two, we start drink number three, and we start to talk a little bit about bedroom interests. <laughs> and that's not always something I bring up on a first date, but it was right in his profile that, like, kink was a big and important part of his life. I was like feeling the energy from across the table. So yeah, I, I figured, sure, let's like, let's roll the dice. Let's go into this. Let's chat a bit about what we're into. So he starts talking about what he's interested in and he's being like really gentle about it. <laughs> uh, it had come up earlier in the date that he, this, he hasn't really done much online dating. And at, first of all, that already made me feel so much better and less nervous about the situation because I don't know about you, but I've been on a lot of first dates and I'm fucking amazing at first dates. I like, I could write the book on first dates. So that did make me feel a little bit more confident that like, at least I had that on him. Like I can do this. I could date. I'm a fucking great dater, you know? So we start talking and he's being kind of gentle. He's like, yeah, well I'm into, you know, some like light BDSM and you know, like I kind of like to be in charge. <laughs> And I'm like laughing to myself because I'm like, it's just like, lay it on me. Like, do you want to slap me in the face? <laughs> do you want to choke me? Uh, like, let's go. Do you, are, we, are we talking pain? Like, what are we into? Because there's a big difference between like, yeah, I really want to put my hand over your mouth while I fuck you. And like, yeah, I want to chain you up in my dungeon. <laughs> so just like, give me a scale. And... As we kept chatting and I really opened up that I was very submissive and I'm very dominant in my everyday life. So it's 
often it's natural for that little bit of a switch where in bed I'm completely submissive and I'm at my most content when I can be completely submissive with someone who's completely dominant. And we started talking about this more and more and getting a little bit more into the details and I can see him kind of shift a little bit closer and all of a sudden there was like this look in his eyes that was completely different than I had seen so far that night. And it was, like I couldn't even place what it was. It was just, he, he started coming across as this like nice, sweet, kind of friendly boy. And then all of a sudden in his eyes was this person just like this confident energy. And just, just for a moment as we were talking about it. And it was really interesting. And I, uh, we just continued the conversation. Close to the end of drink number three, we both had to go to the bathroom. <laughs> and they had warned us when we first got to this restaurant, it was like a hike to get to the washroom. So we just decided we would just go at the same time. And then one person, we weren't waiting 20 minutes to talk again. So we walked over, both go to the washroom. We're coming back out and he was waiting for me like just outside. And I couldn't take it anymore. I needed to kiss him. I just, I needed to be attached to him in some way. Uh, because this energy between us was just emanating since this conversation started. And again, I'm a confident person, so I normally just go for it. And in this case, he was really giving me the signals that like I was the one who could make the first move. And I think he, it did come up a couple of times throughout the night that he seems to be the kind of person that really just cares about how other people are feeling and where they're at and being cognizant of that. And I think that's really sweet. So... I just said, hey, I'd like to kiss you. <laughs> and he kissed me. And it was an incredible first kiss. It was so hot. It was just like both of our bodies pressing up against each other and one of his hands like moving behind my head into my hair. And oh my God, it was like a week at the knees kind of kiss. And so we're standing outside these washrooms, making out for a little while, like in this busy bar, and finally decided it's time to go back and sit down again. So we ordered another drink, and that then I continued on just like this for a couple more hours. And we got a little bit lit, and we talked all about all the things that we were into. And the way he talked about his kink and how long it had been since he'd had a chance to explore this, it was like... There was something about that glimmer in his eyes when he talked about it, that it was like this person was just aching to get out and be active and explore. And it was so fucking intriguing to see this happening in front of me. So we had a few more drinks. We made it a few more times by the washroom. And then it was getting late and it was really time for us to go. We walked out of the restaurant and headed towards the subway. And I was just like floating. <laughs> I was so just blissed out on the energy of this man and it was just, it was such an incredible connection from the very start and that's just so rare. So we were heading kind of in the same direction. We had said earlier on in the night that we weren't, nothing was going to happen tonight. Um, I think especially in connections like this where it is so incredible, I, I don't want to rush it. Like I want to enjoy the anticipation that builds up before we tick off all those boxes, if you know what I mean. So we were heading the same way on the subway just for a handful of stops and just made out publicly in the middle of this subway car the entire ride. And oh my God, I was so wet. 
It was the hottest public makeout I've had in so long. It was so amazing. And every single person on that streetcar was watching us. I swear we were just emanating sexual energy that I'm sure must have been a lot to watch. And he got off the subway a couple stops before me. And then all of a sudden I was very aware of being alone in the subway car with a bunch of people who just watched me make out. But it was great. So I went home and we made plans for just a few nights later. And I know I talked all about anticipation and that it's good to wait, but three days isn't that long. And like, yes, spoiler alert, we're going to have sex on our second date. <laughs> but still, I'm glad I didn't have sex with him that night. It was also late. We were kind of drunk. Like, come on, let's be real. So he came over and we had had plans to just like watch a movie and drink some wine. So we decided to watch, it was a little bit before the holidays, and so we watched Love Actually, <laughs> which is one of my favorite Christmas movies, and probably just one of my favorite movies like in general, but first of all, if like you're going to show up uh, on a date and you decide the movie you want to watch is a Christmas movie, I'm going to fall in love with you uh, because I fucking love Christmas, <laughs> and I'm definitely more attracted to guys if they like Christmas as much as I do, so just a note to all of my interested listeners. Merry fucking Christmas. So it was a great movie to watch. We drank a bunch of wine and just basically spent the whole movie talking about who in the movie we would each fuck. <laughs> uh, spoiler alert, every single one of them. <laughs> every character in Love Actually is fuckable, 100%. So that was fun and just kind of relaxed things a little bit because there was still like kind of some jitters between us, you know? So we finished a bottle of wine and decided to move into the bedroom, get a little bit more comfortable, make out a little, and makeouts were super hot. Uh, he is definitely, he was a little bit intense in bed, and I say the word intense, and it, it was different versions of intense. So when we start making out, it was this passionate intensity where his hands exploring my body, just wanting to... <laughs> like be as close to me as possible. And that's so hot. I'm such a fan of that. And we made out for so long and it was so great. And we're just slowly taking off layers and things are getting sexy. He's so hot, like <laughs> takes off his shirt. And I'm like, oh my God, like muscular arms. He's toned, ugh, he's beautiful. Absolutely beautiful with that shirt on. And I, I'm like, this is the part where I get nervous when I'm like about to see his dick because I like, okay, sure. Like I like big dicks. Sue me. <laughs> I like a big dick and there's a fear, like everything else was going so great. So I'm, I'm kind of waiting for the other shoe to drop. You know, I think if all of these other things are so amazing, like there has to be an issue here. And I know that's a shitty mindset, but it's where my mind goes. And so I'm like, he can't have a great penis. Like, it's not going to happen. It's going to be tiny. Like, whatever. We'll figure it out. And oh my God, he had a beautiful penis. Like, I wish I was making this up. But honestly, he was this fucking perfect man. And such an incredible penis. Perfect size. Absolutely perfect. Like, a little bit too big where I couldn't give, like, my most impressive blowjob. But it felt incredible inside me. So, perfect penis. And... So things are heating up. We're starting to get into things. We're not getting very much into the dom-sub stuff yet because it's early. Like, we got to build into that a little bit, of course. But it's getting hot and heavy. We're really getting into it. And we start having sex. And it's, it's fine. <laughs> like, it was fine. 
Uh, it took him a little bit to get like really hard. Uh, I like I was wet, and it was like I got I got off I think like twice, which for me is not very many times. And it was just I don't know. It was fine. It was good. It was good. It wasn't bad. It, it I think it was a little bit lackluster. Just again, I had built all of this up in my head from who this person was, and I think that was an issue. And so yeah, it was it was fine. And so we, we kind of finished up and we were laying around in bed and it was nice. It wasn't like, it wasn't awkward or anything. It just like didn't shoot fireworks through my roof. And, and that's allowed. It's also the first time I was having sex with someone. And sex takes time to figure out. And it's really the more you get to know someone and the more comfortable you get with someone, the better the sex is going to be. So I know, I know that's the case. But still, tiny bit disappointed. So he asked if I wanted another drink. I'm like, yep, that sounds great. <laughs> so we went and got us a couple more drinks and... We just laid in bed for like an hour and a half and we listened to like singer songwriter tunes swoon. <laughs> Turns out we had like a bunch of, there's a bunch of artists we both really liked and so we just kind of swapped some of our favorite songs and then we kind of turned on some spicier music. <laughs> I definitely just have like a fucking playlist and started talking more about kink and getting more into the stories that we had experienced in the past and I was telling him a bit about my experience with being submissive and what that had looked like and the evolution of that and we're just like slowly getting closer and closer in bed and you can feel the energy is warming up and as he's talking about it I can just see him like getting hungrier and hungrier for me and it was so hot. I was getting so turned on. So we start making out again. And this time the intensity is different. It's not like a passionate intensity. It's, it's like an aggressive, dominant intensity. He was completely taking charge. And oh my God, I got so wet. I was so into it. It was wildly hot. And at one point he was on top and he was holding my shoulders down and moved one hand around my neck and it was that that look in his eye again this confident like powerful energy this like raw hunger in his eyes when he was completely taking charge and it was absolutely intoxicating to have someone look at me like this like, I haven't seen that look since. I, I don't know if I will again. And the sex was completely different. We were so in sync. The energy was wildly electric. I came seven, eight times. I squirted. That does not normally happen the first night I'm spending with someone. And we fucked forever. Like, it felt like... It was just orgasm after orgasm and oh my God, we were just so connected. It was so wild. And we finally finished up out of breath, laying in bed, like bed moved from against the wall. And I grabbed us a drink and we put on some singer-songwriter music again. And we just laid in bed cuddling for another hour. And he slipped back into this quiet, friendly, sweet boy from this man who had just completely ravished my body. And we just laid together and snuggled and it was super fucking lovely. And I wanted him to stay the night and he wanted to go and that's fine. And 
he left late and we made plans to see each other again um, just a few nights later. So yeah, there are many more stories about Aiden um, and you're going to hear more about those over the course of this podcast. So they're, they get spicier. <laughs> they get a lot spicier than that. But that was the beginning of my connection um, with Aiden. And I hope you enjoyed that spicy, spicy story. I need to go get myself off a couple of times <laughs> after reliving these memories. But thank you so much for tuning in. Got another podcast coming out next week. Please come back soon to the Babe Cave. Make sure to subscribe. If you want to be friends, you want to stay up to date on what's going on, please follow me on Instagram at BaySavageXO. Facebook is facebook.com slash yourplaceormindto. And yeah, you're listening to this either on Spotify or Apple. So tell your friends. Let's get more babes in here. This is the end of our episode for today. Once again, I am your host, Bay Savage, and this has been Your Place or Mine. Stay tuned for many more funny, spicy, and ridiculous stories. And you know what? I hope you all get laid tonight. I really, really, truly do.